And a very warm, coldy, fluey welcome back to your 8th, ninth, or 10th favorite reality TV recap podcast. It's Blighty Day Fiance. My name is Michelle. My name is Robin. And we are a married, mm-hmm. heterosexual, mm-hmm. monogamous, mm-hmm. transatlantic, mm-hmm. international... Mm-hmm. Success story. <laughs> wow. And whether you are all Mrs. of... Mrs. Russell. <laughs> yes, Mr. Russell. Uh, whether you are all of those things or none of those things, we will build our fortune back. <laughs> We've been watching so much Gilded Age, I can't even tell you. Yeah, we have. Mainly, it involves the dog screaming at horses on TV. I don't think there's a single show we're watching at the moment outside of the 90 day universe <laughs> that doesn't involve horses. No, but now she just screams at the TV no matter what. You remember that Jordan Peele movie, the most recent one, which was no good? And like the family, didn't they like raise horses for Hollywood? Yeah. 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 I think that was like their job, right? Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> that is big business i reckon because i've only recently started noticing how many damn horses there are in tv and it is only a matter of time until matt sharp realizes this and we start having (laughs) (laughs) international horse dating shows i'm just saying (laughs) so many horses and like our dogs are incapable of looking at a horse and not kicking off massively no, they hate them. Absolutely hate horses. There's a fly in the room now. Yeah. I have no idea where that's come from. So we're still indoors because it's very cold outside and the cabine doesn't work and we are still throwing off the final vestiges of Madame COVID. Um, she has left her sticky web all over us. Yeah. Uh, but we have told her to be gone. So um, please excuse the noises off, which involve bones being chewed, dropped, flies being chased. Um, I dare say doorbells going. Eventually. Yeah. It's yeah. bound to happen. It's bound to happen. Phones will probably ping. Um, all kinds of things will happen. Yeah. It's good. What we're not doing is charging you for these free sound effects. So consider this <laughs> a sound effects library that you can dip in and out of anytime you want any sound effects at all. If you would like to be charged for these free sound effects, right. sign up for our Patreon, patreon.com slash blighty day. Blighty is spelled B-L-I-G-H-T-Y. Um, join our facebook group blighty day bays b-a-e-s for more fun and conversation follow us on instagram at blighty day i think we're blighty day on twitter as well i don't check that as often um so if you have an urgent message instagram or (laughs) facebook dms are probably best. You can find me. I am Michelle Snark on Facebook. Robin over there is Robin Snark. There you go. Good. Are we is our house kept? The house is kept. Um, if you are a Patreoni, uh, do let us know which um, holiday special you yes, would like. Yes, actually, that's very important because as of last night, the holiday, which was the you know the the front runner from the beginning mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um is neck and neck with a random hallmark movie of my choosing come on <laughs> rubbleheads come on <laughs> we need to make die hard happen and we need to make it happen now die hard got more votes than i thought it would come on rubbleheads you heard it. I want my detonators. Who's that? It's, it's well... Because it, you know, it's not Hans Gruber. It might have been Hans Gruber. It might have been the dearly departed Mr. Rickman. Oh, may he rest. Um, the pug is kicking off about that fly. How many flies are there in the world? And how do you many remember, pugs are there in the world? Do you remember how I was bemoaning the fact that the sun in our sky, our sweet summer child, Alfie, mm. calls me and describes things, asks me about things that I'm not looking at. I think that's what you're doing a little bit. It is. That's right. And our strategy, if he asks a question, <laughs> which we would have to Google to find out the answer, we just stare into the middle distance 
until he Googles it himself. <laughs> no, it's horrible, though. He is because... a child of the modern age. He knows how to search for shit. Like, but he assumes, I mean, it's kind of flattering that he assumes that we are the the mutual font of all knowledge. Well, I think it's... I think it's the clash in our parenting styles because I'm constantly telling him to put the phone down and well, taking it off him. Yeah. And I'm constantly telling him, look it up yourself <laughs> and don't bother me, you little shit. We need to get him a set of encyclopedias like what my mom did to me. And just like, just go over it, just read. Just get us, you know, the huge Encyclopedia yeah. Britannica. But then just barricade his bedroom door with it and just keep him locked in there. That's what, that's what my parents did. That's the did. point of them, yeah. yeah. Or my dad would answer my questions, but he would he would just make up stories. Well, we did this last week. We, we did, and and um, many of many Patreonies chipped in with some incredible stories. <laughs> was, it, was it Bronwyn who told... Sorry to call you out, Bronwyn, but was it Bronwyn who told her college roommate that left-handers left-handed people resorbed their twin in the womb yeah (laughs) now i am left-handed that was incredible so you know that is entirely possible that that happened uh all right should we get to the show um apologies by the way i know our schedule has been all over the place in the new year we're going to be a lot more organized and a lot more um yeah this is a combination come on everyone gets it it's a combination of covid which by the way um do write to your local political representative and say that um boosters <laughs> were a good thing when they happened and maybe we should all be getting some more i just think that's just my feeling on the matter um i get emails every day telling me i need to go get a covid booster I know, but you're special i don't yeah yeah that's true and yeah this one hit me like uh mr russell steam train um it was pretty rough so i want a lot more i want more vaccines give me more vaccines i'm pro vaccines um so yeah partly that partly um bless cousin dan has like if if you have the first idea of the herculean <laughs> right task that they are currently performing it is it is magnificent and monumental so do excuse our tardiness um that is not something people said about people in the 80s Correct. Um, Should we start with Nob and Sophie? Yes. I feel like that's a good place to start. So we come to them bowling, which everyone thinks... (laughs) (sighs) I hate being that person. Like, all Americans, blah, 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 blah. But Americans are surprised that bowling happens here and has been around for quite some time. Yeah, they are. they are um sophie is surprised that they're surprised yes i was surprised at the way every single one of those fuckers did the "ooh, i done a good bowling thing i'm gonna spin round illuminating the back of the alley with the sun that is shining out of my ass right you know that's the spin of smug that people do when they do a good bowling thing yeah like can anyone just do well at bowling without that? <laughs> Rub it in the face of the other people. No, what's the point? <laughs> also, they're filming for TV. Yeah. Do you want them to to do nothing while the camera is on them? I mean, that's what they do all the rest of the time. No, it's cool. What I kind of want, the, the, the way it came across, though, is just like a, an entire handful of toxic people that all want to defeat each other. Do you know what I mean? It's that, <laughs> I beat you kind of mentality. Yeah, that's spoken like someone who never uh, competed as a child. Yeah. Um, they do, in fact, that is the topic of their penny annie bullshit attempt at banter yeah is this like anything you can do i can do better but not um they are out with <laughs> the gentleman that you affectionately call the black-eyed peepees <laughs> i did call them the black-eyed peepees um <laughs> uh yeah. um 
tie into I once I was once in um the famous London department store I, I want to say Selfridges it could have been Harvey Nichols to be honest but I want to say Selfridges and the black eyed peas not the black eyed peas but the original black eyed peas um were in the store this was just around the kind of where is the love just when they're getting because they've been around for ages right you know i'd reviewed their albums back in the like they were early like when they were actually a hip-hop group you know they were quite good um like conscious hip-hop um but around the time they, they were reinventing into a pop thing right um and they were walking it was clearly not like a paid appearance in any way but they were walking around selfridges and they were on right so they were going up to people they were singing um you know what the one <laughs> the acrobat one i don't know what his name was um he was doing oh, like boy. backflips and spins like down the aisles of this department store Okay. And they were just generally kind of black-eyed peeing it up in a shop in the middle of the day, but there was no camera crew. Was it definitely them? Oh, yeah. And it wasn't like a, a weird tribute act? Nope, nope. It was definitely them. Okay. Yep. Fergie was there and um, uh, what's-his-name was there. Does she smell? Fergie? Yeah. A little bit. <laughs> she looked... Mm. She she comes from where my ex-wife comes from. There is, really? Yeah. She, you know, if if you ever have a good old chat with her, um, grill her for the inside scoop on Fergie. Because, yeah, Fergie was very well known in the area before. Yeah. That is so random. Yeah, yeah. So who's your kind of um, hometown celeb? I don't think there is one from where where I come from. Really? I mean, George Michael isn't far. Yeah. Yeah. His dad had a restaurant just up the road. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, he was from slightly further up the road. So probably that kind of scene, that North London, middle class, 80s, because there was a few from around there. Spandau Ballet, I think. Okay. Um, well, they, they all sort of moved to, like, Watford. <laughs> um yeah, that George and Andrew, Pepsi and Shirley. I think my the only one that I can think of at the moment is Spike Jones because he was before my my time, um, but he was he went to my high school or graduated from Did my it? high school. Yeah, hmm. yeah. I always confuse Spike Jones with Spike Lee. It takes me a second in my head. Just a second. And then I go, oh, yeah, that's that one. Okay. But um, we were talking about Dave Grohl on the Patreon as well, who we love. And Dave Grohl's dad lived in my neighborhood. I never met him in that context, but he was known in the neighborhood and everyone really liked him. There you go. Nice family. Yeah. Nice guys. Yeah. Um, come at us if... Uh, yeah, tell us who your hometown celeb is. Yeah, I once lived... This will mean nothing to our um, our Atlantic listeners. Um, oh, good. Because that's the that's majority. the vast majority. Yeah, yeah. okay. There is a... Um, <laughs> the biggest... Well, one of the two biggest uh, soap operas in this country, a show called EastEnders. Um, I once lived in a flat above a cast member from EastEnders. Um, he was gay Tony, um, and I can say that because his character was just we need a gay person, and everything about them will be right. So, okay, um, and he lived downstairs. Me, he was a lovely guy, um, but um, I taught him how to play the guitar. <laughs> like he heard me playing guitar one day and was like, "Oh, I've just bought a guitar, but I don't know how to play it. Can you give me some lessons?" So I I I teach him how to play guitar, and it was the it's one of the biggest regrets of my entire life. One of the biggest regrets. Because for like six months after that, just the same Oasis song. <laughs> Nine hours a day. Right. Which one? Um, I think it was probably Wonderwall. Okay. Yeah. Huge mistake. Huge mistake. That's not the worst one. I, I think... I 
<laughs> the one that if I hear ever again, it will be too soon, is the stand by me. Yeah. Open an account at a building society. Building society. It's used for a building society ad in this country. Not as bad as Moby. Do you remember that Moby album? Was it play? Was oh, that the God, of please every don't. single song by the end of like every single song on that album was used in an advert and most of them were on at the same time. It was unbearable. Nearly as bad as Air's Moon Safari where every single song would be used on like interior design programs. I love that. It's a great album. I love that album. But some things are ruined by the overplay. I, nothing can ruin that album for me. No. I love it. No. Nothing can touch Sexy Boy. You cannot be in a bad mood when that song goes on. Okay. I declare it. <laughs> it's, it's Anyway, we've we? gone off on a massive tangent. We were talking about Ty and Tarai, who are oh, Nob's friends. Yes. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so they there's some clarifications that needs to be made here. Because Tarai is sort of salivating going up to Sophie because he thinks he's got, yeah. you know, a rod to smack her with, yeah, exactly. so to speak. Yeah. And he's like, what, what are you doing? What are you doing in his phone? Why are you looking at his phone? And she's like, oh, did he not tell you? He didn't tell you that he his phone was completely covered in jizz because he's constantly wanking at pictures of strangers. He didn't say that. Oh, okay. And then Tarai says to camera... He was asking for ass and titties. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely shocked that he didn't get the full story on the that one. Is, yeah, the pug's livid about it. The pug's like, I no, get ass and titties sent to me all day. I don't have to ask. She's just mad because we're using fouler language than normal. So then Nob... There might be children listening, mummy. Nob whines about how there's... How it feels like there's there's blood in the water. <laughs> um, and you described it at the time as a Nazi-style... Wait, we're the bad guys? Yeah, it's it's kind that, of moment. It's, it's that, that Mitchell and Webb Web sketch. Yeah, yeah. yeah, exactly. Are we the bad guys? It, it, <laughs> I've got a funny... Fi- mm. uh, that was Rob's realisation. that Oh, God, maybe I am a knob. Oh, wait, maybe I did do something. Yeah. Maybe that was the wrong thing. Or maybe having seen how it really hurt her the first time, I probably shouldn't have done it the second time. Maybe it wasn't a mistake. Maybe it was a deliberate action because I'm a horrible human being. How... Uh. How is he so fragile? That's what I don't understand. I know. I know. Like, front it up. Like, actually, what he should do is say... I like ass and titties. <laughs> Your ass and titties are good, right? But it doesn't cover all the ass and titty bases. So I need regular um, ocular injections of ass and titties all the time. So this is kind of part of the package with me. This it doesn't the- mean anything. If he just owned it, if he was like, yeah, ladies are going to send me ass and titties and I'm going to send them my dick. You know who could get away with that? Luca from Below Deck. Yeah. He yeah. Probably wouldn't even have to say much. No. There, and, I, like, and now do you want to cuddle? There are lots and lots of men who could get away with it. It's it's that like he looks so incredulous. Yeah. Anytime somebody points out that he's done something wrong. Because he feels that he's asked. Like, I've shown you who I am. Why? What? But he, if he actually properly did show it, if he actually did say, "Look, this is me, and it's how I'm going to be. Take it or leave it." No, that she, would never happen. He, it would never happen. But she's probably mug enough that she go, "Okay, yeah, why?" I think. She, ugh, God, these two wear me out. Mm-hmm. Not in a good way. Nope. So, so you out. Soph calls. Her friend, that was like Sting covering (laughs) Radiohead. (laughs) The one you are, the one you are. (laughs) That's a fake plastic tree in your left hand. Yeah, okay. (laughs) Eeyo! Oh my god, I'm sorry everyone. Uh, Anna Potch's favorite reggae artist. We've had... Uh, (laughs) (laughs) We've had... Sting. Too much 
cold medicine um, and sugar to try and keep us awake. All right. So Soph calls her friend Maya, who asks her again, every every time Nob opens his mouth, I think the same thing. Are you really going to be happy on your wedding day? (laughs) This is what you want for the rest of your life? Yeah, don't focus on the wedding day. Focus on the, you know, how I've met it. 365 days a year. Someone doing the maths. Like, there's 50 years of this shit after that. And here's the thing. (laughs) Nobody tells... Your friends in your 20s, at least in my experience, maybe subsequent generations are different. Nobody tells you the truth about the person you're dating nobody's honest with you because they don't want to be you don't want to be that guy yeah you don't want to be that guy right so plenty of my friends married people that i thought were (laughs) you know i'm i'm looking for like miserable there was a lot of people marrying miserable but like just really sullen mm-hmm. how did grumpy. those how did those work out i don't know but i just i lost touch with those friends oh. um it, it, it you could sort of tell that, that they were marrying people that would just drag them yeah. right down and you would just never hear from them again but even and like genuinely you could tell and it turned out to be the case right um but even then i never said you're going to have a pretty grumpy life because you're marrying someone who's really grumpy. I you know? know. You just don't. You just don't say it. Um, Maybe they do now, like you said. Who but knows? she is, you know, she's she's saying it pretty gently, but, but Soph, you know, says, well, he did, yeah. yeah, he did online cheat on me, but he made it up to me because he rented an Airbnb that they just shot the bang bus in, so... <laughs> That was worse than the Airbnb that he had me move out of. Yeah. He, he did find me a red rose that someone threw on the floor outside a he restaurant. He did find chicken korma in a skit. He found it. Oh, <laughs> God. It's just... Uh, it's just sad. No. Yeah. Um, they talk. He talks about buying wedding rings <laughs> as if he's going to be the one paying for them. Oh, it's absolutely this classic. Hey, babe, there is no budget. If there's something you like, we'll talk about it. And then she actually says a number, and he's like, "There's a budget." <laughs> I love it when he's that not paying. We've seen for that. that so many times on this show. Now. I know. Like, Whatever I know. you want, darling, it's yours. You know, you mean so much to me. Oh, not that. Fucking hell, are you crazed? So even though I have strongly disliked every moment that they've been on our screens, yes, yeah. this moment sort of made up for it. Uh-huh. When um, Sophie starts crying and says, I have to tell you something. Yeah. And in, <laughs> in a style that uh, I cannot do justice to she says and bye and bye you you're bi like bisexual no like bicycle yeah she's a bicycle she's a bicycle yeah she's a bipod <laughs> she is a bi bi she is bipedal yeah she is bipedal mm-hmm. yeah maybe that's all she meant yeah, or maybe she is starting the sentence. I buy wedding ring today. <laughs> maybe, maybe that's all it was. What? I buy wedding ring today. Because they were going to go buy wedding rings. Oh, okay. I didn't understand what you were saying. That <laughs> okay. one went. That one went over my head. Yeah. Um. Yeah. <laughs> Listeners, uh, were you all the same as us? Were you like, oh, no, now this motherfucker's got something. And and this has always been the, you know, the wet lettuce of Damocles dangling <laughs> over their heads for the entire season. Like, the thing that he, he will use to go, oh, you lie to me. And, oh, 
The card got played. The no, card's going to get played. We know exactly how it's going to go. Yeah, I'm sick of this. I, you think he's going to leave her a gym for threesomes, but I don't. I think he's going to be like, oh, she betrayed me. Like <laughs> like he did with the whole child thing. It's going to be more of that. He's no, he is nowhere near a secure enough man in himself to be with two women he can't satisfy one woman sexually. There's not room for two women. No. <laughs> I mean, no, what, not in that not in that apartment. Not in that apartment. One of them could perhaps live in some of the furniture he keeps in his like patio, maybe. I don't know. But also, can we can we be sensible adults and acknowledge that there's a difference between being bisexual and practicing bisexual? And pra- well, no. Okay. Practicing polyamory, yes. I was going to say. Well, indeed, quite. I mean, the thing is, like, if she said to him, I'm heterosexual, he wouldn't be like, oh, my God, you want to fuck men? Oh, Jesus. So, honestly, what's the difference? There's no reason why you can't be bisexual and monogamous. Yeah, but, exactly. But she is framing it in such a shameful kind of way because I suspect she is going to say, I want an open relationship that's open on just on my side so I can have sex with her. I suspect that's what it's going to be because she's not really into him. She hasn't really asked for him for anything, so I can't really see her asking him for that because that's a pretty big ask. But she is so kind of ashamed about it. I feel that she is asking for something, but we'll see. Boy, oh boy, I can't wait for next week till we find the out. The stakes could not be higher. Ooh. Nikki and Igor. Mm-hmm. Igor says they had relations the night before. Um. <laughs> Um, <laughs> what kind of meat is this? <laughs> that was so unnecessary. Oh boy, that was so unnecessary. I think it was. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> but if you don't, but here's the thing. Yeah. <laughs> so don't eat it. So don't eat it. You don't have to make a song and dance about it. Fuck me. That <laughs> <laughs> um, plays. You won't know this, will you? Are you familiar Oh, boy, I'm going to do it again. The 1960s TV show, The No, no, I'm not. Patrick McGowan, you've not seen it? Oh, we watched one episode of it so that you could... Because, what was it that filmed in Wales? It's Port Merion in Wales. Yeah, I know. It's like a town that looks like um, cake ornaments. It's so... All right, you just... It's stunning and beautiful. But, like, the the vineyard, (laughs) the place that they're at, just kind of like they're walking. It's very odd. It reminded me of Port Marion. I think it looked like a typical like, Eastern European vineyard. But a theme park version. I got the feeling that there's a dome somewhere and people are watching. No, know? that's no? way too upscale. Fair. Look, it's clean. Mm-hmm. That food looked freshly cooked. It looked fine. I understand that, you know, the... <sighs> You know I have a huge problem with people loudly complaining yes. about the food of other cultures, cultures yes. while they're eating it in front of the people who served it to them. Yes. If you don't like something, you don't have to eat it. How you about that? You do not have to announce to the entire right. room, and indeed the staff, that you are not eating it. This is McDonald's guy level, I'm not eating that pig. Right? It's, yeah. What's his name? Larry, 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 I think. Um, Anyway, there's an uncomfortable conversation that comes around that I don't necessarily want to have. You have sex with me, but it was the wrong kind of sex. 
No, not that. I was going to say Igor tells Nikki that her energy is oh, yeah. is masculine mm. and that he comes at her with masculine energy. Listen, Igor is the product of his culture. We can all expect people not to be the products of their culture, but ultimately at some point, culture gone culture. That's how he's been raised. I'm not defending it, but she should realize he is a Moldovan man who is at the beginning of his journey to expanding his horizons. And you either accept it or you don't, I think. Is that fair to say? Yeah, what I don't think is... not Ethan Plath. I will not change. I will not... No, what I don't like is that she she never asks direct questions. When she does ask direct questions, they're always designed to shame him. Mm. So, you know, she'll be like, come on, open up to me. And then <laughs> that he does. when he does, she mocks him, yeah. you know, yeah. and ridicules him for the way that he phrases things, for the thoughts in his head, for the feelings in his heart. Um, anyway. Anyway. What other fun japes did they get up to? So poor Rohit is helping them out today. <laughs> He is so uncomfortable. Yeah. He knows what he's getting into. He does say that typically by the seventh wine, nobody's really listening. Um, He does comment. I think he interjects a little too frequently in whatever conversation they're trying to have because he keeps saying things like, okay, too much information, but all right. Well, yeah and no. I mean, he's thinking, I turned down the job driving the booze bus. Right, um, I, you know, I thought I'd get the the job working at the vineyard with the demure wine tastings. If I'd wanted to cycle a bunch of people on Hindus, I could have done that. Um, so I think he's within his rights. No, I have a feeling this winery gets a fair number of stag parties and hen parties. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it 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 had that kind of feel to it. Yeah. Um. I'm basing that on the fact that the the meat that she was questioning, that looked like a full English to me, which means they probably cater to a lot of... Yeah, there are full other countries issues too. So who knows, who knows, who knows? Robin, I know a it, European style full English when I see it. Okay. All right. You think it's a tourist joint? And, I do. Rohit? Yeah. Is it Rohit? Mm-hmm. He's seen a lot of this. He has. Okay. And he knows that it's the universal liquid lubricant. But I mean, I thought that was Vaseline, but fine. Gross. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you use Vaseline? I don't. I just thought it would be a thing to say. People do. Are they... you not aware of that? No. Why would you put that inside you? I mean, it's inert. No, that's not... You can never listen to that Flaming Lips song again. Is it Flaming Lips? Yeah. yeah. She don't use jelly. You're about right. 20 years too late. Yeah. All right. Um, Who do we want to talk about next? Should we talk about Nick and Devin? Yes. Oh, there is one more thing that I wanted to say about Nikki and and Igor. Oh, okay. Before we move on, uh-huh, uh-huh, I had an extra page of notes. Uh-huh. Um, not surprisingly, after the wine tasting, Nikki has a stunking hangover that you could smell through the TV. Yeah, she was below deck level. Yeah, she hungover. was un. She she was well. not going to turn over those cabins. But this is. Where Igor finally says, you 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 always want to find something to fight about. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I think Nikki needs to look at that. Yeah. I'm really, for some reason, with this couple in particular. Conflict junkie. Yes. Yeah. It's so, so unpleasant. So many people are conflict junkies. It's so Social hard to media watch. has made people even more conflict junkies. I, I realized years ago, and this is why I don't do social. Um, <laughs> come at me on Facebook. Uh, <laughs> um, but I don't do it because I have no interest in, conf- in auto-generated conflict with people. None at all. None at all. 
couldn't care less. Most of the dramas, I hear people all the time. They'll sit on a bus and there'll be someone on the phone going, eh, you never believe what she said to me and this and that and that and I'm going to block them. What? Maybe if you came down from your high horse, you could hear what I said. <sighs> All right. So the, that the rant's done. The pug is done. barking at my high horse. The pug is barking. That's, that's just comfort junkies. That's all. I get it. We all have to fill in our time somehow, but there's oh. better things to do. But there's never, there has not been even one moment with them where I see any of what one sees in the other. And I know it sounds like we're defending him. I'm, I guess I'm, I'm obviously not like an Igor sympathizer per se, but I do think that he's held to an impossible standard that makes absolutely no sense given the background of this relationship. And I also think that she is a grooming abuser. Yeah. I think it is possible. I'm not saying it's the case, but it is possible that he is what he presents himself to be. Right. Yeah. She categorically is not. Yeah. Categorically is not. It is possible that he actually loves her and has affection for her. She categorically does not love him or have affection for him. She has no interest in in him as a human being. Right. None at all. Right. Right. Yeah. Next. Um, Nick and Devin, who I realized unusual spelling of the name Devin, Mm. I think. I guess I know one Devin with an I. I work with a Devin with an I. Okay, so maybe it's more common than I think it is. But he is um, a Canadian man. Devin is named after her dad, Kevin, I think. Yes, it's or the... Tevin Campbell, the 1990s R&B singer. Sure. Sure. Um, again, weird that I don't know that one. It's it's bothering me. Um, <laughs> Tevin. Two of I didn't catch all the siblings' names. They all seem to reside there. Yeah. Two of the siblings are named Caden. Two of them are named Caden. No, sorry. Caden and <laughs> Kyler Sila? or Siler. Yeah. Siler for me, it's like the ultimate Chekhov fan's name. It's it's Silas Marna. Elided in Yeah, two. that's what I was thinking. I was like, you Chekhov. Did I get that wrong? You couldn't decide. No, Silas Marner is a thing, but you you couldn't decide between <laughs> Cyrus and Tyler, so you chose both. Right. Um I don't want to bury the lead here. There's no. there's a bit of there's a bit of a gaff, a social Is it a gaff though? If whoopsie. you double down on it and say it multiple times and stare people in the eyes. <laughs> yeah, I guess you're right. And go fatty, 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 fat, 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 fat. Is that a gaff? I'm not sure that's a gaff. <sighs> no, it felt, yeah. And you know what? Actually, in that scene, it did feel kind of mean spirited. Yeah. Um, and like he hates that about her and wants that to change. There are other ways of saying what you have to say. I'm personally not going to get involved in this conversation. Um, I have learned that. It is better not to talk about weight issues, even though I could talk, I mean, having been all kinds of shapes and sizes myself, I have a lot to say on the subject, um, but I've learned that it's better not to. Um, if you're going to, you need to do it better than this. He fucked up. Yeah, he did. <laughs> yeah, that, 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 Whether or not you agree with him, right? And I'm not saying whether I agree with him or not, because like I say, I've learned better. Um, doesn't mean that I do. Doesn't mean that I don't. Not going there. But, if you're going to have these kinds of conversations, come on. Come I on. I worry about living in a town where there's just only, where he is the only person of color. Yeah. Um, I think those concerns about race are are legitimate i think there's one person who doesn't have pale white skin in that town unfortunately it's the confederate statue that is (laughs) yeah that's it which shouldn't be there no no Um, no it shouldn't and by the way i am very pro um you remember a couple of years ago in this country particularly around bristol um people were tearing down like statues of slave slave owners yeah yeah 
yes <laughs> do that I have no problem. Like, you're not rewriting history by taking down a statue. A statue is a thing of glorification. A statue is not something which marks a period in history. That is not what a statue is. You've literally does. put it on a pedestal. <laughs> you literally put it on a pedestal. <laughs> it's saying for a reason. I am not saying burn the history books, all right? I'm not saying any of that, but not statues. Come now. Yeah. And Come on. And any defense of that is... Not you know, one that I'm interested in or no, that I want to hear. You know damn well right. what you're doing when you're saying don't take down that statue. You know damn well what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so on to Ashley and Manuel and Wendell and Kendall, whose actual names are... Uh, Bendel and Zendel. Alicia and Solly. Oh, they actually have names. Okay. Yeah, they do. Oh. Um <sighs> What do I want to say about this? Well, (laughs) I'd like to lead with the nice part, which is they go to the beach and Manuel actually has a good day. Yeah. And I can see, I can see what's there between them for the first time ever. For the first time. Yeah. Yeah. Ever. Yeah. And it is possible that there is a lot more of this, but they just haven't filmed it. Yeah. And shown it. That is possible. He is... (sighs) There is something quite charming about his joie. Yeah. There is. Having said that, I suspect that it's charming in contrast to how he is the rest of the time. And I don't have a lot of time for people where you are supposed to feel grateful when they act like normal people. I hear you. I think that he has constantly been interrogated. I think... He's not used to living with a partner at all. Um, right. Obviously, his he doesn't live with his secret family and probably never has. Sure. Um, secret wife, wh- whoever she he's hiding. Um, and I think the combination... I, I don't think he's putting it on. And I think the combination of being filmed constantly, living with someone for the first time, not working, um, holding out his hand and begging, you know, essentially that's how he feels, right? Yeah. It's humiliating. It's horrible. I would be in a terrible mood too. And he also, I think in the pre- You have been, to be fair, you've been in this position. (laughs) (laughs) right yeah i have well you haven't been working and you feel like shit that you know people who love you support you right doesn't make it easy right that's not riding a the the way it's portrayed is him riding a gravy train you know what's really hard not being able to work and having to rely on people who you love that is hard that is harder than working in many times. I've said I've said before that I hate these conversations, but I think Manuel put it pretty simply, which is what am I supposed to say to people who have grown up with everything? Now, I don't know if Wendell and Kendall have grown up with everything. I don't know about their lives or their history, but they're certainly asking questions and talking to him like people who have never interacted with someone who's grown up in poverty. Right. Meanwhile, they're enjoying their bottomless Prosecco brunch. Well, this is the other, this is the other thing. There is a lot of, uh, there is an unusual amount of restaurant life for this couple. I'm just saying, and, and, and again, that's completely fine, but the amount of money they're spending in restaurants is all he's asking for to send home. Well, what I don't, yeah, that's So that probably like, all right, he highlighted the dog, Right and the vet fees. Sure, but, but also that's, he could highlight the bottomless brunch. Apples he? and oranges. Yeah. I th- I think it would be a different conversation. Here's what I think should have happened. I think Ashley should have asked him at some point, "What do you like to do with your friends?" Right. Let's do whatever that is yeah. and invite my friends to do that, yeah. and we can share in something we enjoy. They can all watch you flopping about in the lake 
Yeah. And they can see the good side of you. But instead, why don't we all go to a loud place where people are where talking a language? making candles and like, yeah. paying, like this is, it's obviously something that he hates and thinks is a waste of money. Yeah. So he doesn't want to be there to begin with. No. Nobody else speaks Spanish. He doesn't speak English. So yeah, how do you... Of course he's in a fucking bad mood all the time. I would be too. Because he's being judged all that time. He's like, you've put me in a boiling pot of acid and now you want me to be charming and smile. Right? Yeah. It's like, put me in a, take my shirt off and put me in a lake. I think we've all been in that situation. Like, I, I don't have anything against board games. But I dated a guy right. whose friend group were super into board games. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I enjoy a board game now and then. Sure. It's not my entire life and it's not my entire social life. Yeah. And it gets... No one would get to know you through multiple board game sessions. That is not where you're going to be your authentic self. It's more like... An, and anyone who's dated any, and I've dated multiple men in uh, addiction recovery, there's there's a it's sort of you're cult- going to say in the board game community. No, but there's you know there is there's a culture of like, what do you do that's not centered around drinking? And it is twenty times worse in this country than it is in America for sure. Yeah, there's a lot of it. Um, it's either kombucha. <laughs> But I've d- no, but I d- what I'm saying is I've gone to adult kickball games. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've gone to I, I've done activities with, with my partners that I didn't particularly enjoy because that's what they did. But eventually you have to do something for me. Yeah. You know, eventually we need to go to a comedy club or something that I like, you know, you don't have to watch me do the company, the comedy thing, but like I did, and I'm sorry, everyone. And you've probably figured this out about me already, but I used to do sketch comedy and I was really touched when my ex-boyfriend brought his friends to see one of our shows. That's nice. Yeah. And, and, and I didn't even ask my friends to come to those shows because yeah. a lot of them you are shit. Keep them. <laughs> you know, like, you want to keep those friends. Yeah, yeah. exactly. No, but no, no. come on, come on. Um. Anyway, it nuke- was a moment of sweetness. Maybe there's something there. I don't know. I don't think so though. Something needs to change radically. She needs to bend a little bit. She needs to bend. Like I've said before, he has shown her very clearly who he is. She now needs to decide whether that's what she wants. Simple. Yeah, exactly. Um, New couple, Sam and Citra. Yeah. Poor Sam. Um, Addicted to opiates at 15. Kind of a miracle he's he's still kicking. Yeah. I mean, that is not a joke. Nope. Um. Absolute now, victim of, you know, robber barons. Yep. Modern day robber barons. Now, Sam's, Sam describes his dad as an atheist who heavily believes in aliens. Heavily believes in aliens. Heavily. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's good. It's good. Um, Citra's dad, meanwhile, uh, will be joining them in the U.S. to ensure that his daughter doesn't have sex with her intended yep. before they are married. Uh-huh. Now, this is an interesting... And he's a cop, right? Yes, he is. This is... Uh, I I swear they have taken all of my favorite parts of Lalu and basically turned it into it is... a 90-day storyline. <laughs> it is potentially magnificent. I am so on this boy's side. I know. He's such a sweetheart. He is, he is, you know, a, a victim of crime. <laughs> um, he has been institutionalized by that crime, right? Yeah, corporate, corporate uh, 
Manslaughter, yeah. Yep. I would suggest that years of his life were taken from him, Mm -hmm. that it's a mini murder, essentially. And And may continue to be. And may continue to be. Like, all of this is so my (laughs) wheelhouse. I just don't know about her. I will say, I have met many individuals in recovery who found Islam Islam through recovery and found it to be quite a, a... um, I don't want to say useful, um, a spiritual path that enhances and supports their sobriety. I'll put it that way. Yeah. Um, I was thrilled that for the first time ever on one of these shows, yeah. we have an Islamic storyline that is not centered around the woman being oppressed. Right? Yeah. Um, or seeming to be oppressed. Right? Yes. There's none of that, I'll wear whatever I want to wear. It's like, uh, do we have to litigate this Actually, again that's not entirely true because me and Omar, a.k.a. Avery and Omar, that wasn't, she yeah, yeah happily, right. willingly converted to Islam, I think before she even met him. Yes, but, but her, her mom, family. Her, yeah, her yeah. mom was driving the Islamophobia train. So that storyline was there. So I'm really excited to see what happens here where we have Islam in a very different context for a change. Me is, too. Fingers and toes crossed for that couple. Fingers and toes crossed. Thank you all again for your patience with us. We know this is coming out late, better late than never. Yeah. Um, Basically, it's this you're lucky once again you've got to the end of your podcast for this week it's either this or live radio what kind of a freak are you thinking of listening to live radio just go back and listen to the taylor swift um folklore long pond sessions again that that's what i listen to more than (laughs) that was my spotify most listened to and i am not ashamed did spotify go uh you listen to one thing this year (laughs) Basically, it was like that and Poodle's Broadway Corner. Right. Basically. Yeah. Um, but that's fine because we do a lot of talking and a lot of listening to other podcasts. Um, yes. Yeah, so if you're not in our Patreon, join our Patreon. You're going to get some wonderful holiday treats Mm-mm. this year. We are still covering Sister Wives and Plathville with our buddy Amanda Lipnack Raydell, who we, we love and adore. Are. Sending you be, all our love, Amanda. Um, there may be other wonderful surprises um, on the Fundy Bus. Yes, in the we near future, are. Which we're slightly excited about. Yep. Can't um, confirm yet, but we are. Yeah. What I will say, um, Toe, it's worth mentioning. Um, I'll just say it quickly here. That- nope. Don't, don't say it because. Uh, we're still figuring it out. Okay? Okay. All right. We love you. (laughs) See See you soon. soon.